Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. humans I know why you're excited it's President's Day weekend and it's a it's a good time to reflect how far we've come from our first president who said I cannot tell a lie (laughs) and you know I know it's fun to watch the wheels come off the Trump car until we remember we're riding in the back That it's not so fucking fun anymore. (laughs) And as usual, you know, there's the circus that happens every week, the distractions that take us away from knowing what's really important, which is there is an unprecedented state of crisis in this country. There is. The uh, National Security Advisor, Michael Flynn, resigned because of his illegal contacts with Russia. I know the president would like to say that's fake news. That's not fake news. This is the most serious political scandal we've ever had in the United States. And now the question turns to how deep was the involvement of President Trump, or as Russia calls him, Agent Orange. (laughs) And... What is going on in this country is the intelligence agencies are leaking like crazy because they are trying to send a a desperate message that this is not just a different kind of president as the Republican (laughs) enablers like. He's a different kind of president. He's sweet. No, he's fucking nuts and he's dangerous. And they know it. They know it. And they're trying to tell us that You know what makes the intelligence agencies go nuts? Scenes like this from Mar-a-Lago this last weekend when he was with the Japanese prime minister and they got news at dinner that the North Koreans had launched a missile. So Trump thought he would, you know, just handle it at dinner in an open-air restaurant. (laughs) He's with the Japanese prime minister. They probably handle intelligence briefings like they do at their steakhouses right there at your table. This is crazy shit. And yet, foreign heads of state keep coming to America as if it's normal. As if things are... not. Netanyahu from Israel was here this week, and, you know, Trump doesn't know anything. That's the other little bad part about him. They asked him about the two-state solution. He said, it works for me and Melania. (laughs) 
And then Justin Trudeau. Where are my Canadians here? I know they're a cadet. <laughs> they're small but enthusiastic. Yeah. But uh, he came here and sat down with the president. You know, he had that same look on his face that all the leaders have, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I'm sure it came up that they have floated, seriously, in the White House, Sarah Palin as the first ambassador... <laughs> not the first, the last ambassador <laughs> to Canada, which uh, th I'm sure Trudeau takes more as a threat. <laughs> Sarah Palin, ambassador. Uh, the first ambassador in history to require a security deposit. <laughs> uh, no, that, that, that's what they do. They love these distractions. Look at crazy Sarah Palin over here. Meanwhile, they're doing this shit like the Senate confirmed just today Scott Pruitt to be head of the environmental head of the Environmental Protection Agency. Scott Pruitt is a man who despises the Environmental Protection Agency. So it's less like public service and more like community service. <laughs> this is a guy who is completely in the tank for the extraction industry. That's how they roll. The new head of the APA is completely in the tank with the oil and the coal. That's how Republicans work with Donald Trump. While you're watching the clown screw the pony, they're breaking into your car. <laughs> Just remember that. Now, in other cabinet news, Andy Puzner is out. That sounds like something somebody says to you when your fly is open. <laughs> hey, uh, Andy Puzner is out. <laughs> no, he was the <laughs> anti-labor guy they put up to be labor secretary. And, and now they're putting up a guy, Alexander Acosta. I have no idea how this guy slipped through because he's qualified and Hispanic. <laughs> So it's going to be a very tough confirmation process and an even tougher border patrol. Uh, <laughs> and then there was the press conference. Did you see Donald Trump's press conference? <laughs> press conference, an impromptu 77-minute brain fart. It, what it was... <laughs> I mean... You know your Facebook friend <laughs> who said he thought Trump was Hitler? He was... Optimistic. Um, <laughs> actually, what we have here is a mental patient who thinks he's Hitler. <laughs> the kid in the YouTube video who's high from the dentist made more sense. <laughs> it was... <laughs> and, of course, it was this long, whiny, whiny little bitchy... <laughs> airing of grievances against the press and the courts and the Democrats and Hillary. Just this non-stop pissing and moaning and pissing and moaning. There's less pissing and moaning when he's with his Russian hooker. <laughs> and then, in the middle of it, he says the White House is running like a fine-tuned machine. Yeah, specifically a Samsung Galaxy. <laughs> All right, we got a great show. Larry Wilmore, Jack Kingston, and Malcolm Nance are here. And a little later, we'll be speaking with Leah Remini is backstage. But first up...
He is the controversial senior editor of Breitbart News and author of the upcoming book, Dangerous, Milo Yiannopoulos. Milo. Hi. How you doing? How are you? Nice to meet you. Yes. Happy to have you here. You're very controversial. I, I don't know why. Well, we're going to... I we're, don't know why I'm lovely. Yeah, I know. You, well, we'll find that out. I, I, <laughs> I'm going to start with an open mind, because, honestly, I only heard of you about a year ago. Mm -hmm. You're all of, what, 31? 32, but thank you. Okay. <laughs> 27, officially. Okay. Um, you look like Bruno. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, he said he was 19. You know, I told her to dial down the contouring. She didn't listen. Your makeup lady was just crazy. Uh, all right. Anyway, so uh, about a year ago, people started to tell me, Have you, are you going to get this guy Milo, yeah. you know, on your show? And I started to look into, you know, what you're saying. And look, I, I think you're colossally wrong on a number of things. That's okay. But if exactly, That's if, okay. I, if I banned you're everyone to from disagree my show who I thought was colossally wrong, I would be talking to myself. Well, you wouldn't, ha you wouldn't have Ann Coulter on, which is the and only I time I watch the show. It. I wouldn't have Jack Kingston of on, course, who's on tonight. Of course, wonderful. Okay. So I have an open mind. But So let's start with the contradictions about you, which is pretty crazy, because you're, you're, you're gay and you're... Uh... <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, uh, oh, come on. You can do better than that. What, what tipped you off? I, I, um, I've been reading about you. I mean, your mother's Jewish. You have a, you have a black Muslim boyfriend. No, but I haven't well, one now. But you did. Still black, not Muslim. Not Muslim, but he was Muslim. I, there was somebody once. Okay. Well, you've spoken. We don't out talk a, about it. We, you've spoken out against all these. Your people, like you say, you don't no, hire gay no. people. Oh no, you can't trust them to show up to work on time. Too much drugs, too much sex, they never show up to work, always making excuses. No, no, no. I mean, not but, as bad as women, but no, I don't hire But gays. you know that's not... I mean... Oh, there we go. <laughs> but, you know, that's just... Just kidding. You're easy. You're very easy. <laughs> very easily triggered. It's pathetic. That, well, let's get to that. I was... I, there's so many things I could start an argument with you about, but... <laughs> <laughs> let, because I know gay people who do show up to work. Okay, but... Um, <laughs> yes, but that is the... the that is the... The, the reaction... You are so, um, let's say, helped by the fact that liberals just always take the bait. Of course. Now, of you're course. a conservative. I'm a liberal. Well, That's the I mean, I don't, know, I don't know if I'm conservative. I mean, I'm a well, libertarian. Well, you work for Breitbart, and you're a Trump supporter. Well, it's interesting... You're a that, conservative. Well, it's interesting that the radical gay editorials, you know, saying interesting, provocative things about gays are now being published by Breitbart. And I don't think, really, that you can call Trump a traditional conservative. He's not that Republican. No, you're correct about that. So I don't know he's if that's very, fair. He's all very I care dangerous. About, all I, I care about is free speech and free expression. I want people to be able to be, well, do, I, and say yeah, anything. You know These what? days, you're right. That's a conservative position. I care about the environment and living also. And, and, but free speech... <laughs> but, I mean, you're right. I mean, you know, we've That's both... That's a conservative position now, free speech. We have really. both been uh, uh, disbarred at, at Berkeley. You know, I, I, w I gave the commencement address. Much more dramatically, I'd just like to say. I mean, they just, they just disinvited you. I had riots. People got, people, people got beaten up, you know. Right. No, you it's do... horrendous. You, okay, you win, babe. You, you, uh, <laughs> you beat me out there. There were no riots. It's not a competition. I'm just no, saying. it's not a competition. But, but uh, like, when you make liberals crazy yes. for that part of liberalism that has gone off the deep end... Most of it. Yeah. Well, I don't know You're about... You're the you know, only good one. 
No, I, you're literally the only good. No, I am so. Your not... side has gone insane. The yeah. Democrats are the party of Lena Dunham. These people are mental, hideous people. Okay. The more that America sees of Lena Dunham, the fewer you know votes okay. the Democrat Party is Let's ever not... going to get. This is the people that she. Let's not around. pick on fellow HBO stars. <laughs> there is so was many I supposed other to not... people. Was I, was I not supposed to do that? No, of course you're... They you're, didn't brief me about that. I'm, no, I'm because sorry. We don't, I'm sorry, because we but don't, she is awful. Because, excuse me, because we don't brief here, because it is free speech. Well, I like that. I, I know, it. I Should know. Should we go with Amy Schumer? But I'm not... The, see, another thing, I love Amy Schumer. Her show... Her, oh. I, but that's okay, we disagree. No, but these people used to be funny before they contracted feminism. It's like Sarah Silverman. No. She was really, really funny when another, she was cracking... Another someone I'm a fan of. Let's get off this. Um, <laughs> Let's, let's talk about your humor, because I think a lot of people do miss your humor. And I'm a guy who always defends jokes. Yeah. Right up to the point where they pointlessly hurt people. Do right. you think you've ever... If, if, no, I hurt people. No, I... I have I, my I, whole I, career. I, I hurt people for a reason. But... For sure. <laughs> no, I like if, to if, think of myself as a virtuous troll. But know? if it's... If, if somebody gets hurt in the... In the, in the because of truth needs to be said, like yes. religion. I've always attacked religion. Yes. Well, we're, you're sound on Islam, unlike most of the people on your side. Uh, so yes, you're, right. You're very good That's that true. Subject. But all religion, I always say, is stupid and dangerous. That hurts Except people. Catholicism, which is awesome, but otherwise, yes. Okay, well, that shows you. <laughs> and I hope when you look in the mirror tonight... I'm very happy with what I see in the mirror. I, I don't see Bruno in the mirror. I'm not talking about what you see. <laughs> I'm talking what's in your head. When you recognize that you are a Catholic, I hope you say to yourself, gee, I'm also capable of bullshit, stupid thinking. Well, everyone's capable of bullshit, stupid okay, thinking. Okay, right. You know? Right. And, right. That's a, and that's okay. You All know... Right. It's a, it's, a, it's a characteristic of the modern left, I think, requiring, you know, this absolute consistency and fa forgetting that people are messy and complicated and forgetting also right. some, some obvious other um, human truths, I think, some realities of human psychology. Like, for instance, you know, the reason they want to police humour, you know, which is very important to both of us, is that they can't control it because the one thing that authoritarians hate is the sound of laughter because they can't control what people find And funny. also because when people laugh, they know it's true. Yeah, of course. Because Nothing laughter... annoys people or amuses people like the truth. Laughter is involuntary. Exactly. When you exactly. laugh, even if you don't really agree in that kind exactly. part of your mind. Exactly. You go, oh, shit, and so maybe. I go to well, my college talks, you've got the right. professors at the front who are there to kind of monitor me to say, make sure I don't right. go off the rails. And I make a joke about Ted Cruz or something, and they're like, <laughs> you know, right. and you can see it. You can see it. And the other thing, the other thing that's really important is not just. Um, not just that. But the other thing is, you know, humor isn't how you drive people apart. The, you know, these sort of policing humor for racism and sexism is utterly wrong-headed. Not just because normally it isn't there, but because that's how we build bridges, not how we break them. You know, when you make a joke about... When you make a joke, that's how you connect with somebody. You know, you make jokes at the bar, sure. you make awkward small talk. Humor's what brings people together, not what drives them apart. Right. And these basic, you know, fundamental human psychological insights, the, the progressive no, left I mean, forgotten. the one area where I'm a little concerned is when you go after people individually because like I said it's I will if, it, if it's in the cause of a greater truth mm -hmm. I you know if 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 people are hurt as a as you know collateral damage I'll go there mm -hmm. but like I didn't understand like the Ghostbusters thing first of all who gives a fuck I wrote a bad review of a movie am I not entitled to do that I, don't and I said she looked like a dude she does um, you know I said right. that, so, so that she was barely literate she is and I simply don't accept I do not accept that a Hollywood you know that, that the star of a Hollywood blockbuster that an a-list mega celebrity is sitting in a Hollywood mansion crying over mean words on the internet. Get 
over it. And if you are over it, which I suggest you are, which I suspect you are, because it's not really the case that she's sitting there upset about mean words on the internet. Actually, she's been deployed by the studio because the movie's tanking. Um, you know, you've just got to accept. I'm, I'm sorry. You've just got to accept mean words on the internet don't hurt anyone. No, and, and also, Your Twitter feed, my Twitter feed, right. these are ugly, horrible things. Every Twitter feed is. That's no, ugly. they're not. They're no, wonderful. They are. When I had you. a Twitter, it was the funniest thing in America. Okay, it was fabulous. But, but you know what actually hurts people is things no. that happen in the real world. I mean, I don't go on yes. about it because I'm not a professional right. victim, but I do get syringes through my door, dead animals through my door. You say you get mean tweets. That's okay. It's not a competition. But um, what actually hurts people is, like, murder, violence, you know, that, that right. kind of stuff. Mean words doesn't hurt Which people. some people would say you have incited. What? How? I'm just saying some people would say... Well, they would be idiots. Well... They would be idiots. Yeah. Okay. No, and, I, you know, I agree with you about the Twitter thing. I mean, I stopped reading most of my Twitter feed a long time ago because if I want to cry myself to sleep every night, I could just read my Twitter feed. No, you, I it, love and, it. And I get off on it. I love it. You know, I give my trolls marks But that's out you, and you're a, I'm a little special kind of animal. <laughs> I'm a little broken. I give you them marks out of ten. I used a to little broken. I used to... You're a little broken, and you're very wrong about certain things. Like, like comedians. Well, like Black Lives Matter is a hate group, and that there's no such thing as white privilege. I mean, you do know that that's We're happy to... Do, you know, look, we, we can disagree on those things, and that's wonderful. The one thing that should unite us, the one thing that we, I think that you and I can both agree on, and the one thing that was so remarkable when that... I mean, I've never heard of him before, that silly man who had a hissy fit this week who refused to come on the show, doesn't understand, is that... Yes. If you don't show up to debate, you lose. Right. And if you don't... Abs and, and, if also, you don't and also, stop taking the bait, liberals. The fact that oh they all freaked goodness. out... Wasn't about it pathetic? this little impish British fag. I know. You, you fucking schoolgirls. <laughs> you schoolgirls. It's so ridiculous. Right? The only, look, if I am... You know what? If I'm any... I... I Somebody sent me this, which is so funny, because they knew you were coming on. Okay. These are some things Joan Rivers, who, by the way, when she died, Obama, uh, the liberal president that we all love, commented. They don't comment when someone dies. She's a treasure. Unless they're a national treasure. Yeah. He said, not only did she make us laugh, she made us think. Here's what she said on Michelle Obama. Blackie O, you know Michelle is a tranny. <laughs> Robin Quivers, bitch, you look like a fucking mudslide. <laughs> I hate Houston. It's crawling with bugs. Oh, wait, that's Whitney Houston. <laughs> you know, my favorite, my favorite... Exactly, but that's the person we find to be a national treasure. I'm just saying the line is kind of blurred. And some of its context, you know, um, because somebody is perceived to have conservative politics, which I think I've said, uh, it's at least questionable in my case. Right. Because somebody's perceived to have conservative politics, there are different rules. You can't make jokes... But you should get off the Trump train. Because oh, for, a guy, on, for a guy who fabulous. loves free speech, he's fabulous. For a guy who loves free speech, you have picked a weird. No, 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 no. That he's is not going to come. No, no, no. No, no. no. Time to debate that. No, Thanks for coming on. We'll do it again. All right, Milo. Let's meet our panel. All right, here they are, our panel. What do you think? He's the former U.S. counterterrorism. <laughs> Did you just come? Because that was a, <laughs> it was a kind of a thing there. It's the Russians. He's the former U.S. counterterrorism intelligence officer and author of The Plot to Hack America, <laughs> How Putin's Cyber Spies and WikiLeaks Tried to Steal the 2016 Election. Tried? Malcolm Nance is over here. <laughs> 
He is a producer, comedian, and writer. One of my favorites, Larry Wilmore, is back with us. Larry Wilmore. Oh, they haven't forgotten. Closer. And the Republican who served 10 terms as the U.S. Congressman representing Georgia's first districts. He's got balls to come here. Jack Kingston. Hey, Jack, how you doing? Don't forget to send us your questions for tonight's overtime so we can answer them after the show on YouTube. Okay, let's talk about the Russians. Uh, I... <laughs> no, really, you know, I, I, I don't want to repeat myself, but I, I do feel an obligation to, as I never have in my long career, to put uh, the facts ahead of the entertainment. I always try to get both in, but I feel like our country's hanging by a thread right now. So if I have to repeat myself, I'm going to. Stop looking at the distractions and the clown show mm. and look at what matters, which is, I would say, this is the worst political scandal in American history, and it's not going away. I agree. I, I agree. I think all of the... Uh... <laughs> I mean... All of this talk about fake news, it distracts us from the real stories. Like, why is Harrison Ford allowed to fly a plane at 102? <laughs> All right, Mr. No, Funny. No, you're, you're absolutely right. I there you go, agree. being part of the problem. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I keep hearing on the news, you know, the cover-up is worse than the crime. No, the crime is worse. The crime is treason. The crime is colluding with Russia. Okay to fix an American election. Yeah. How is this not... Bill, I, I, I gotta say, it will surprise you, but I disagree. Oh. I, I, I absolutely... <laughs> and number one, um, there's two questions here. Where was Barack Obama when he knew that the Russians were trying to influence the um, election? In September, they were at a G20 meeting. You're right. He pulls Putin to the side and says, you got to cut that out. Well, what, what is that for foreign policy? you got to cut that I out. I totally agree. Uh, he was late on that. He, he was very late. Now, now the, the second issue of, of uh, Flynn having a conversation with uh, uh, Kislyak, uh, uh, the ambassador, we don't know exactly what went on. It's illegal for us to know what went on, as you yeah, know. Well, and um, I I know his, what went on. His, well, bringing up well, sanctions well, or not bringing up sanctions. Let me, Jack, you know, Jack is always going to stand and say that there was nothing wrong with that. Let me put it into, in, into context. No, was what I'm saying, Malcolm, is what, we yeah, don't well, know. Malcolm, well, well, first put you into context. Okay. Hmm. Now, you've been part of the intelligence community for a long time. Yeah, a few decades. So deeply, I don't even know what agency... <laughs> what agency were you with? I started out in naval intelligence and uh, worked for the National Security Agency, and from time to time I was loaned to other people. Black guy that spoke Arabic. <laughs> loaned to other people. All right, so you know where the bodies are buried. I know where some of them are. Go. Well, what, we were about to, what I was about to say was, the way that you characterize it at the beginning of your monologue, I, I think was rather mild. I think what we are, and you say it's the greatest scandal in American history. Well, we can put secession aside. This may possibly be the greatest scandal of presidential history, where for the first time in 240 years, we have a president who may have actually had influence and had been elected with the direct assistance, not just of a foreign power, of a foreign intelligence agency. The four FISA warrant investigations that are going on right now, people hear the word FISA and they hear FBI and they think, okay, that's, that's great. That's just an investigation. This is this nation's spy hunters are investigating these people, not just regular gumshoe FBI agents. Yeah, these I are mean, people looking for foreign spies. When the intelligence agencies are leaking like this, it seems like they are yeah. crying out right. that we, we don't want to do a coup 
And Bill, let's be honest. I, he brings up Obama. But, no, let's keep it 100 on this. If Obama in 2008 it was thought he was colluding with the Russians, I mean, he was already called a commie at that point. Yeah. Would, do you think he ever would have been elected? I mean, this was called let a me, terrorist let me, let, me, let me put that no, to you, Jack. No, I, what if it was the What if it was Hillary Clinton who was uh, just what we absolutely know? What would you be saying about it? Uh, well, number one, very, very important. Barack Obama did absolutely know that the Russians were potentially Doesn't interfering. Doesn't answer my question. Uh, and uh, in terms of Republicans asking, and, uh, you know, I think you're right. Shoes on the other foot. There's going to be hell raising. So I agree with you on that. But to say, I think it's way, way too early and way too dramatic to be saying this is the biggest no. scandal in American history. What is a scandal? Everybody talks the about scandal the scandal is that, that, the, that, 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 like, that the Russians fixed the election right, for that, one party. No, you're right. We don't have the proof of that. But, but the dots are all there. No, There's the intelligence agencies, and Malcolm will back me up on this, I certainly hope. Maybe, maybe not. Good luck but with that. The intelligence agency <laughs> said, while they did it, uh, seek to interfere with the elections, it they, cannot be shown that they affected the election. No. It didn't affect? Uh, that, that's what the intelligence agency said. No. Oh, my, no. Jack. Malcolm, back you me up did, on this. didn't no, affect No, they're <laughs> saying that the results were not affected by it. The, no, the results were not affected. That's, that Listen, is such, no, they didn't wait, tell hold on. That is such bullshit. They, they <laughs> act like... Here's what happens. Here's what really gets me upset. No. Because these talking points always act like we don't have eyes and we can't hear things. Right. That's what it acts like. No, no, no. I was there. I'm not a researcher. I was a witness. I saw all the election did, did you tell Hillary Clinton not to go no, to Wisconsin? Hillary Clinton took her work okay. home. That's what okay. people were mad at. I mean, yes, Hillary that's Clinton right. took August at off. She okay, spent but, August wait, at Hollywood wait, wait, and Nantucket. Wait, can I put well, this in, pers in perspective? Yeah. When, when Kennedy was president... He wasn't fucking around with the Russians, but he was fucking around. Yes, he was. <laughs> the intelligence agencies, we don't know what happened to Jack Kennedy, but that was one theory, because they couldn't trust him, because he was fucking East German spies and mafia couriers. And they were like, this guy has a pussy problem, and this cannot stand. He is right. too much of a danger to America. Now, I feel like that's where the intelligence agencies are now. You now, they should not be violent, don't get me wrong. But they are saying, through their leaks, this man cannot be president. And you know no. why they're saying that? No. Because what we have is a situation here where the person they would have to report to, the absolute pinnacle, the commander-in-chief, is a person who himself cannot be reported to. Right. What they're doing is they're reporting right. and they're taking it above his head mm -hmm. to the ultimate commander-in-chief, which is the American people. Yeah. This is an no. act of patriotism. Yeah. That's J. Edgar Hoover. That's that's J. Edgar Hoover. And and you know what? All of you, all of us. Yeah. Use intel information to blackmail politicians to affect American policy. Malcolm, you should be outraged to think, number one, that they're spying on American person. Now they can say, okay, he was collateral damage that we were really spying on the Russian ambassador, but they do not have the right to disclose what a, uh, even if they find treason, exactly. we, 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 why, why do you think 
going on on an American citizen. This it, was okay. own force monitoring, but, and we have FBI with a warrant intercepting American citizen. And you know that. Back here to again. Let's not lose focus here. We are now in the place. National security advisor. I think you're allowed. He was a private citizen at the time, but you're not allowed to say that. You still cannot do that. I mean, that's America is now in this place where we have watched other countries who we had our nose up about mm. Egypt and Turkey places where we thought oh you know the dictator is crazy so the <laughs> intelligence services that's not really the best option oh wait it is the best option they're like our last line of defense now and I Trump floated the idea this week that he's gonna put this guy Steven Feinberg who's some his hedge fund buddy of, of yeah. his he wants him to oversee the intelligence. It looks like a purge in the, in the making so that he can yeah. take over. Can, my question to you, sir, can Trump put his people in charge of the intelligence agencies? Because then we have no line of defense well, between the total coup. Well, every president puts people in charge of intelligence agencies, and they control that little seat that they're sitting in and maybe a couple of seats around them. The people who come in every day, day in, day out, who walk past the statue of Nathan Hale over at CIA, who walk past the Wall of Honor over at the National Security Agency, they are not in this in order that, you know, the President of the United States goes out and, and disparages them day to day. They are here to protect this nation. They do it well. They, and what we, we're fighting now is... They are now in an act of self-defense for the nation. They are loyal to the Constitution, not the man. Are you saying that they all got together and they said, hey, we're so worried about this guy that we're going to start breaking the law ourselves? Yes. That's what you're saying. That's exactly what we're saying. Why do you think people who are in the Trump circle, the people that he trusted, are leaking? Why do you think that's happening? And by the way, let me point this out. Listen, let me tell you something. I got to move on, but let me point this out first. The people in the intelligence agencies, by and large, are not liberals. No. They are not liberals. So when they're leaking, you know they're freaked out. Okay, so. Kurt Vonnegut. There might be Obama holdovers. Yeah, I'll right. Just leave it there. That's what it is. Oh, right. Oh, like James Comey, the Republican who <laughs> fucked Hillary. <laughs> um, I'm not sure that's the right move. Kurt, Kurt Vonnegut once said, true terror is to wake up one morning and discover that your high school class is running the country. Uh, <laughs> yes. On cue this yes. week, we met this guy, Stephen Miller. He's 30... 30 or 31 years old. He's the senior advisor there in the White House. This is a, a brown noser on a scale I have never seen. And uh, show th this is what he said. This is his uh, debut on national TV. The powers of the president to protect our country are very substantial and will not be questioned. <laughs> Will not, you're not scared by that? The powers of the president well, will not be this. questioned? We don't have checks and balances if he anymore? Was referring checks to, and balances, if he Jack? Was, if he, well, no, I, listen, I'm with you on that. 
great. But but what well, I'm saying, if he is referring, great news. if he is referring to Section Code 1182 he, that gives the president broad authority <laughs> to control who comes into the border, then he's correct in that context. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, yeah. I've had to defend this. This is not a whatever. No, this is no, U.S. Code no, can 1182. Say, can I just say what's happening here, please? Okay. This what's happening with Trump and a lot of this stuff is a complete assault on the truth. Is what's going on. And they're doing it in, a, in several ways. Let me tell you, the first way, like Trump does this casual lying that, and he puts the pressure on us to figure out what he's talking about. Like we have to be his fucking Rosetta Stone, you know, <laughs> to carry through his lives. And right. then there's this exhaustion of fact checking that's going on because of the casual lying, where all the, America's gonna be tired of, of but, smart people fact checking him all the time. And finally, no, the last thing is taking facts as facts and turning them into what I call ammunition for ideological uh, points, right? So in other words, if you say it rained today, that's a fucking fact, right? But Trump will say, no, this is what Trump will say. Well, you're just saying that because uh, you want us to fail. If Hillary was president, you wouldn't say it's raining. Yes, we would, because it's fucking raining today. <laughs> we would. It's fake rain, Larry. Yes, it's fake yeah. rain. <laughs> I was outside, and I felt it. That, that, that was fake rain. Yes, um, fake. But you know... <laughs> If I could just add Baby Goebbels there that you had on the, the TV screen. I've, I've seen... I've seen, I've seen these guys. I was in Baghdad at the Republican Palace yes. when they had 25- and 26-year-old kids interns. I remember walking into the office of the Iraqi banking sector, and these kids were running $20 billion of cash and gold. And they were just interns because they were, you know, family members and friends of the Bush administration. Yeah, we're going to see a lot more of that. Well, and then, they, and then they worship uh, Orange Julius the, Caesar like he's no, the second whoa, 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 whoa. coming. I, you know. The, you, wait, I, uh, that, that's the most bizarre statement I've ever heard. And it's You're true. But, and and, and I was at that palace. I, I went to Iraq and at not, not wearing a uniform, but went many times. I didn't see any 26-year-olds carrying around billions of dollars in no, cash. No, no. I saw stacks of it, but that was no, under they, the control. <laughs> they weren't touching what? it. They had no but we did that. There was a lot of street cash. <laughs> no, there. there was a bunch of kids. What are you talking about? Kids no, were right. No, the no, Iraqi so government treasury was run by a We've gotten back to the about a drug deal? Stacks of cash. We had street money in Baghdad. That, I, but, you know, I, I found out something very interesting this week. The Ways and Means Committee in Congress has the power to look at Donald Trump's tax returns, which would be very helpful at this moment when we're trying to get to the bottom of the biggest scandal ever. But they won't do it. The Republicans in Congress are the cover-up. They are enablers. Where are the patriots? Wouldn't I... I mean, I know Donald Trump is not a patriot, because a true patriot would say to Russia, look, even though you're helping me, that's not the way we win elections here. Right. But that's not him. That's not who he is. But where is, like, John McCain? Please, John McCain. I've seen John McCain be a guy I loved, a real patriot, and I've seen him be a party hack. John, a nation turns its lonely eyes <laughs> to you. <laughs> Seriously. We need those people to step forward and put country above party. I mean, you were always first. one of the sane ones, Jack. <laughs> get off we're going to make America friend, great again, and you're going to be so happy when friend, it happens. Get off the Trump train. That's my... As a friend, it is me, not... Do you really think it's going to turn out well? Did you see the press conference? I, I think it's going to turn out well. Did you see the well. press conference? I thought it was great. If you love... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> 
if you love if you love Donald Trump, you love the press he, conference, and if you but, hate Donald Trump, wait, you, wait. You, you, but he you said like it. that's just the way. But it, goes. it was We're, an attack on the media, and right. then today he tweeted the fake news media, failing New York Times, NBC News. Yeah. Uh, he, I noticed he said NBC News. He leaves out the entertainment division because he's not getting the check. <laughs> ABC, CBS, CNN is not my. En- it is the enemy of the American people. Okay, this is what they say in Zimbabwe about the media. The enemy of the people. Do you think that is appropriate to say the media, which is in the Constitution, by the way. The press is in the Constitution as the enemy of the media. You dare to say Obama was divisive? It's an libertarian's first move. It's, it's exactly. Actually, actually, I think you're overthinking it. I absolutely, I, I really do. If you look, it? I really do. If you look at that press really? conference yesterday, he was taunting the media. He was in his element. He and was why? having no. fun with it. His element is president of the United States. That, and he won. <laughs> not a And he won. Okay, no, this no, is okay. Lenin himself you know, used that phrase oh. in 1917. What's that? That he, would, that he attacks the press as an enemy of the people. This comes straight from the Vladimir Putin playbook. Oh, good Masha Gessen. Every dictator. Yeah, of course. But Masha Gessen recently just wrote an article called Autocracy, a Survival Guide, where she said the first year of Putin's reign, he spent one year dismantling the press through legal precedents, through lawsuits, and he carved them back into the Pravda-like organization they are. That's what they're doing with Fox News. Oh, and they're deliberately eroding all other press. He also called no. the people his enemies. You know what's also interesting? In another tweet. There, there he was, said, you know, congratulations to my enemies. Remember that? It was yeah, New Year's yeah. or something. Right. You know, it's you like know he's what? going to Melbourne, Florida to meet, to, to get in his rally this weekend. Yes. He won the election. I don't think anybody told him that. Yeah. But he's still <laughs> having a campaign rally. And those people who come to the rally, in his view, that's America. Yeah. But that's 39% of America. 60% of America, we're the enemies. Can you govern when 60% of the country is considered the enemy. Mm. I don't think you can. I didn't follow your math on how you got there. Well, <laughs> he's got about a 40% approval rating. Math. No, it, His fans, and then 60%... But, but look, 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 an interesting uh, poll that came out today showed that 45% of the people trust him more than the media. 42% trust the media. 42% trust the media. 45% trust Trump. But because the same he poll... He says they're the enemy the, of the, the people. The same poll the said 55% of the people... Well, 45 versus 42%. But that doesn't mean no, they're the, right, the correlation Jack. doesn't even That doesn't mean that, it's true. That who do you trust more? 42% of the people said the media, and 45% 60% trust. believe the Noah's Ark story is real. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of religion, <laughs> I must break away here. We have a very special guest. I'm, I've been wanting to have her on for a long time. She's an actress and the creator and host of A&E's Scientology in the Aftermath. Please welcome Leah Remini. Okay. Switching gears. How are you doing? Good. Thank you for having me. Oh, it is my You're pleasure. so sweet. Okay. Really, thank you. Yeah. All right. Let me, uh, let me try to calm down from the panel. Yes, take screaming, a moment. Do you need screaming. some water? No, I do, but screaming and arguing to be with someone who I admire greatly because okay. I've been watching your show and I am telling you, I am such an admirer of what you are doing. Thank you. And, you know, I think when, when, when the history of Scientology is finally written, mm-hmm. it's going to show that, you know, you had a fate chose you. Uh, Thank you. To, to come in like in Act Five. Right. You're like, 
you like Reagan with, you know, tear down that wall, Mr. <laughs> Gorbachev. <laughs> Thank you. And, you know, we had Going Clear, yes. that documentary yes. on our network. Yes. It was awesome. And yes. it, it started to break the wall down. Exactly. But I feel like what you are doing is putting a human face on the people who suffer from this awful cult. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And you're right. Um, it's about families, right? It's, it's about families, but it's about the damage that it does to people as individuals. I mean, we're all um, still kind of managing who we are from being in a cult. Um, it, it's, it's not an easy thing. But you were a child. I mean, I was a child, and most people you know. are uh, who get in. Um, right. Because it really was a, a religion, I use that loosely, of its time. Right. Um, so it, it, I, I think they're going to be hard-pressed to find new but, members. However, I, I felt a responsibility because a, as somebody who was a Scientologist for over 35 years... Um, you know, what they disseminate was that we were responsible for mankind. And so there was a and huge... helping. Yes, we were, but, but you that... You thought you were helping. We thought we were helping. And right. that's why it's hard to that... come out. I'm, I'm in a tough position because, on one hand, I'm attacking this cult. And at the same time, I know that the people who are still in are under the, this, this spell... Uh, of doing good right. for the world because that's what the the organization well, and that, is that's another great thing that came out in your show mm -hmm. that, that really explained a lot to me about how otherwise intelligent people who I knew some of them could be right. in this cult I right. mean I would say any religion but especially this one and you really put this out there that what it is is you're audited mm -hmm. they're always questioning you what did you do what did you see right. so it just doesn't pay to look on the internet right. because you know you're going to have to answer that question in an audit. So right. you just don't look. Right. So you just don't know. Somebody told me the first right. time you found out something about Scientology was when you saw my movie, Religious. Exactly. So I watched. That's, that's well, for, well, first of all, I wasn't allowed. Well, Scientologists are not allowed to look at things like this. We're right. not allowed to look or, or listen to people who are critics of, of, of Scientology. So I, I watched it because I was a troublemaker, apparently, uh, always. And I watched it. Now, I wasn't at the level that you were... Dis what you were revealing in your documentary, I wasn't even at that level yet. So you seemed a little crazy to me uh, because I didn't know what you were saying was true. So I was like, that shit's crazy, right? But then, as you get to the upper levels, and now I want you to know that it's confidential, so a lot of people don't even reach this confidential level in Scientology. And you were like, Bill Maher's got the real shit. Right, right. Although, although... You were technically correct in the way you said it. And I should tell you, you know, and, and this, is, uh, this is just a... I want to say this to the press and people who talk about Scientology, is you should always talk to somebody who was in. Because if you don't get the nomenclature 100% correct, right. we have a way of just kind of discrediting sure. you from the... If you're not using it correctly. Right. So you didn't say exactly, but you were on the right track. Okay, I did, but but you don't know this until three hundred thousand dollars later, and then you're really immersed well, that, into it. That's another great thing I learned from your show. You, yeah. you said it always sticks with me. You said when you go to a Scientology event and you look in the parking lot, every one of the cars is a cheap, shitty old car. Correct. Because Scientology sucks all the money out Correct. of all of us. Correct. My mother's laughing because she's in the audience and she's the only one who had a nice car because I bought it for her. Um, <laughs> um, but that, that is, I mean, it, it reminded me a lot of, of communism. Mm 
Yes. It, because, like, communism, first of all, you're poor. They take all your money. Yes. And also the snitching on each other. Correct. Everybody's watching each right. other. I mean, again, this is the, the great thing about your show. It showed this disconnecting. Yes. That people, that they ask you to disconnect from your own family. They don't it's ask you. It's families against each other. Yes, they don't ask you. It's a requirement. Right. And and they, the church, thinks they're, they, they have outsmarted the press because it is incorrect to say that across all boards you have to disconnect from anyone who talks about Scientology. The truth of the matter is the policies, because everything is run by policy in Scientology, there's right. no room for assimilation, there's no, what did you think, what did you get from that? You know, it's, right. what the <laughs> fuck does it say, and if you don't understand it, you know, yeah. do a clay demo of it, and you, you get checked out on policies, like, what does the word and mean? And you need to know 25 definitions of the word and, and its derivations. Um, so really? you, it, so yes. So it's it's almost it's it's. A sti- they thought Milo was the. Yeah, crazy exactly. Guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. The, the, That's, well, you Milo, you, you got nothing incorrect. on this science. You weren't you weren't incorrect about that. But the the the. Um, so- the, the 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 problem there is that we're we're self brainwashing, which right. uh, so a cult expert yeah. actually told us that Steve Hassan in in our last special, and I didn't realize that because we are required to study two and a half hours a day daily, like minimum minimum. So we are looking up the words, we are being checked out on yeah, but, on the but, policies of. But even like I know they're big on celebrities. Even of course, the celebrities have to do this. You, yes, you're telling me Tom Cruise does this. Yes. Yes. Not only does Tom Cruise uh, do exactly that. Now, it, now, I don't want you to get the idea that he's not, uh, that certain policies are not being um, bent for him, because they are. Um, and that is the truth. And that was part of the hypocrisy. But he could end this. He, he could end this. Single-handedly. Correct. He is the one person Correct. who could and, end and, this. Correct. And, and because they're saying that he single-handedly is clearing the planet, is changing the planet. So most Scientologists believe... Clearing the planet? He clear- couldn't even make Jack Reacher a hit. <laughs> well, Scientologists believe that he did, okay? And, exactly. Scientolo- yeah. and Scientologists believe that if he didn't make it a hit, it was because they were suppressive, evil people, suppressive people working right. against him because he's All winning right. in life and he's clearing the planet. So, so where, where is this going to be in 10 years? I mean, I, th- I, uh, again, I think you really are playing a very key part. Thank you. And just, mm, it's about to fall, and then I think we're, you know... I, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I hope I so, hope because so it's, it's not people something... Are, yeah. Listen, it's not something to make fun of. It's not something, because actually people are being bit, hurt. But you can make fun of it, Bill, I but, know, I, but, but I also want you no, to be... I mean, the people but, on your show who yeah. are the, oh, the ex-Scientologists, yes. you see, it's like, wow, I didn't know there was a real world. Right. I want to play the Louis Armstrong song for them, What a Wonderful World. You know, like, no, you know, wow, you make, I can breathe and you know be what? free that is and so have true. sex. We don't, we, so we don't know this world, you right. know, so you're, right. you're absolutely right, and that's what I want to celebrate, is that these people Keep doing are it. survivors. So thank you you're for your... You're doing God's work. Thank you, my love. So are you, my love. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. It's time for new roles. Okay. New rule. Blend your makeup. It's supposed to go all the way to the hairline. Jeez. That's something you learn in your first year at Clown College. (laughs) 
New rule, if you're one of the people who waited 11 hours on this Brooklyn sidewalk to buy a limited edition craft beer, congrats. <laughs> Congratulations, you make Star Wars fans look cool. <laughs> At least they get to see a movie. You just get drunk and have to stand in another line. <laughs> Neural, just to mess with Republicans, every one of these old trucks filled with lawn equipment must be adorned with this bumper sticker. Don't blame me, I illegally voted for Hillary 27 times. <laughs> New role, since Harrison Ford nearly flew his private plane into an airliner this week, it's time for him to find another useless hobby. <laughs> You're an actor. How about drugs? <laughs> or Scientology or colorful orphans? <laughs> if, if I want to die in a fiery crash with a Ford, I'll buy a Pinto. <laughs> Or, or, look, maybe I'm wrong and he's a great pilot and the fault is all with his co-pilot. <laughs> Neural, you can't call it the swimsuit edition when she isn't wearing a swimsuit. <laughs> call it what it is, the I'm wearing the thing that used to hold my spider plant edition. <laughs> And finally, new rule, someone has to tell me what's magic about a capital R, the kind that goes after your name if you're a Republican. Because if you have one of those, you can get away with pretty much anything when it comes to selling out, cursing out, or compromising your own country. You know... When it... When it was Hillary Clinton with an unsecure email server, Republicans wanted to lock her up. But President Trump still uses the unsecure Android phone he had before he got elected. And he has been warned that with an old consumer-grade phone like that, someone could easily hack into his Twitter account and start posting crazy messages. And how would we be able to tell? <laughs> So a couple of weeks before the Super Bowl, Bill O'Reilly asked Trump why he always defended Putin, who O'Reilly said was a killer. A reasonable question, since the last two guys who were as cozy as Putin and Trump held their bilateral talks on Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> but again, Trump took Putin's side over America saying, we got killers here, too. You think, you think our country's so innocent? If a Democrat said that before the Super Bowl, they would be in Guantanamo Bay by halftime. <laughs> Same as they would if they did this. But if you have the magic R, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Trump repeatedly said he was going to donate to military charities, then didn't, then lied about it. He compared our intelligence agencies... To Nazis. Mm. He said McCain, who spent five years in a Vietnamese prison, wasn't a war hero because I like people who weren't captured. I gotta say to all you flag-waving right-wingers who always say, I'm not just gonna stand here and let you run down America, you're standing there and letting Trump run down America. <laughs>
Donald Trump could go to the tomb of the unknown soldier and say, well, maybe if he'd done something, he wouldn't be so unknown. (laughs) (laughs) And Republicans would be okay with that, too. When Trump said I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose voters, he wasn't making a joke. He's never made a joke. Unless his entire life is some sort of Andy Kaufman-style performance (laughs) art, in which case, stop it. No, he was simply stating an actual fact for once, which is, if you have the magic R (laughs) after your name, you can drive a Hummer through a daycare center (laughs) and Fox News will say the babies were asking for it. Meanwhile, in the alternative universe where a Democrat is president, Obama once said, we have not been perfect. And for eight years, Republicans screamed that he was on a nonstop apology tour. They lost their shit whenever there was a picture of him committing high crimes like not having his hand over his heart during a song or saluting with coffee in his hand, even though this guy did it with a dog. Yeah, that guy, the one who sat frozen for seven minutes after being told the words, the country is under attack. And Republicans defended that. And we all just accept this. America is the Republican Party's bitch, and they can criticize and betray her, but you can't. Even though Obama spent two terms talking up the troops, talking up the country, how much he loved it, how in no other country is my story even possible... Didn't matter. Conservatives all nodded when Rudy Giuliani said, I do not believe that President Obama loves America. As opposed to Giuliani, who happened to be mayor on 9-11. So that made him America's mayor, a hero whose great act of heroism was nothing fell on his head. (laughs) To paraphrase Donald Trump, I like mayors who don't let towers collapse. A few weeks ago, an old but very smoking gun emerged from the Nixon era when it came out that in 1968, when President Lyndon Johnson was trying to end the war in Vietnam, candidate Richard Nixon was actively, purposefully undermining the peace talks because he wanted the war to go on so he could have it as an election issue. You would think that the America First crowd would find that a bridge too far. Fuck no. (laughs) Dick Cheney once outed a CIA agent just to say fuck you to her husband. Mm -hmm. Reagan sold weapons to Iran, the country they all want to bomb now, in brazen defiance of American law, and instead of being impeached, he was elevated to sainthood and now rides horses in heaven with Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Why do Republicans get away with this? Why do they have patriotic immunity? America is like a dysfunctional family where the Democrats are the older, mature son who works hard and does everything right, but somehow is never good enough. 
and the Republicans are the young asshole son who's a fuck-up, but no matter how many times he crashes the Camaro, Daddy buys him a new one. <laughs> I know it's not really important, like which department stores are selling Ivanka's panty liners, but... <laughs> You know, <laughs> all of America's intelligence agencies say a foreign power tampered with our election to favor the Republican, and they say also that they don't trust that Republican, our president, with our state secrets, and yet the theme of Trump's inaugural was America first, please. His ego is first, his hotels are second, Russia's third. I'd be surprised if America made the top ten. Thank you very much. That's our show. I'll be at the Mirage in Vegas, March 10th and 11th. I want to thank Malcolm Nance, Larry Wilmore, the very disturbed now Jack Kingston, Leah Remedy, and Milo Yiannopoulos. Join us now for Overtime on YouTube. Thank you, folks. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10, or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.